host, Harlan Nivens. Welcome to the Every Heart, Every Woman show. I am your co-host, Carla Nivens. Our show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can find all of the great information about Love Ministries as you go to their website. Just head to loveministriesbills.org. You can also visit my website, check out everything that the Lord has me doing in this season of life. My website is CarlaNivens.com, K-A-R-L-A-N-I-V-E-N-S.com. Well, I am so very excited to welcome back to the Every Heart, Every Woman show, uh, Mrs. Latorla Jones. Latorla is a poet, an author, a teacher, a speaker with a reputation for moving readers and listeners from a place of immobility to a place of transformation and empowerment through the anointing of the Holy Spirit. In 2001, she was licensed to preach the gospel and continues to do so in so many different ways and roles. Latorla and her husband, Spencer, own Gyrus Joint LLC, a business umbrella for creatively advancing the kingdom of God through various media in the marketplace. And Latorla is coming to us to share with us something very special that is coming up. But first of all, Latorla, welcome back to the Every Heart, Every Woman show. Hello, Carla. It is good to be back. Thank you. Well, we are so excited to catch up with you and talk about what's coming up next. I know that Flames of Passion um, is coming up next. Um, Can you give us the date of Flames of Passion and the website? Yes, it is August 14th. And the website is www.flamesofpassionwe.weebly.com. All right. So let's get down into um, the nitty gritty of Flames of Passion. How did it begin and when did Flames of Passion begin? Okay. So Flames of Passion began uh, 2012, actually. And um, it all started because of a dream. Um, The Lord speaks to me in dreams. And so um, during that year, I had had a dream about women that were, uh, they were enticed. to the point of entanglement with, with different things, devices of, of any kind, of all kinds. And um, they were entangled, or another word is bondage. They were in bondage, in entanglements, and they needed someone to help them um, break free and to progress and move on. Um, and so I took that as, okay, Lord, what are you saying to me about the state of women um, today? And uh, what is my role? What can I do to help? Um, and so the Lord took me to the scripture and Flames of Passion um, was created. Uh, from there, I called some friends and I told them about the dream. I told them what God had laid on my heart and they, uh, they jumped on board um, and they have been hanging tough ever since then. So 2012 is when we uh, first started uh, meeting and getting uh planning for our 2013 um, event, which was was our first event. Yeah. And so our first event, so it turned into a Flames of Passion really grew um, into a a woman's empowerment um, conference. Is that, would that be the the right words to use? 
Yes, yes, you can. Um, some people say conference, some people say event, um, but yes, it is about empowering women. And so whatever format um, we can think of that the Lord lays on our heart to do, uh, we try to do that. And we always want to create an atmosphere of worship, um, an atmosphere um, of empowerment um, and elevation where God can speak to women wherever they are. Um, no matter where they've been, no matter where they're, they think they're going, but God really speak a personal word to them that will move them to where he wants them to be. Amen. So I will say that I am on your, uh, yes, I, I'm on your planning committee and your board or what, or, you know, both. Yes. Whatever else, whatever I am, um, I am. And so I remember, you know, the first time we did the conference and, um, you know, we got a great response from it and the women really enjoyed it. We, we make sure that there are all kinds of different women at the event. Um, there were women who were from a shelter. I don't think that was the first, the first year, but one year we had women from a shelter, right? Mm -hmm. And they, um, they came on the bus and they came and, and attended the event and just got so much from it. But there are also professional women mm -hmm. who are there who sign up um, on the website and come and, and attend. And everybody just gets blessed and feel yeah. and motivated for, um, for, for their life. I, I really believe. So I work at a church. Everybody knows that I work at Highland Park United Methodist Church. And what I like about the body of Christ is the Lord gives us all of these great ideas to help people along their way. So you go to church on Sunday and then there are other things that, that you can add to your life that are inspirational, yes. that lead you to scripture, that keep you motivated, that keep you uplifted. And I really believe that Flames of Passion is one of those, one of those things um, that really helps um, helps women. And so I want to ask you this, Latorla, because you said that the Lord gives you um, direction and guidance and ideas through dreams. And so many people are like that. You know, they may have dreams of different things. Um, they talk to their advisors and, and people who are trusted in their lives as spiritual leaders and, 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 and guiders in their lives. And they get these ideas, but they think things are just supposed to blossom. <laughs> One of the things you said is we met a year in advance to plan for this for the first year. So how difficult is it is to, is it to keep the word that God has given you um, about creating flames of passion and keeping it going through the years, or has it been easy to continue to do it year after year? Good question. Uh, and I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think that everyone who um, knows God this way um, knows that when he gives you a vision, it is beyond what <laughs> you see, beyond what you think you can do, and um, maybe even beyond what you've even ever heard of, right? And right. so that's kind of what Flames of Passion was for me. Um, the initial dream, I'm like, okay, yes. 
and okay, this is how I can help. And the Lord's like, yes. And so we started planning and all of these different components and pieces started come together. And of course my eyes are like, what, how, <laughs> um, with what? And of course my, my lovely fabulous committee, um, they are always encouraging. Um, but it's each year God gives us something different, something fresh, something new. And I say each year I have to <laughs> put to sleep fear and anxiety. Yeah. Um, and I say that because each vision for each year is greater. And it's something that we have not done before. Um, and so when it gets to the places of not, not doing things um, or have no, um, have not, having lack of knowledge um, of how to do it, um, it's when I am insecure of my own abilities. And so every year it's kind of like, okay, God and I have to have this talk. And he's like, Latorla, you're feeling some anxiety. I'm like, yes, Lord. And so he takes me to his word and and be anxious for nothing and all things pray. Um, And so I do that. And then he gets me to the point where I say, okay, this is beyond me. I need your help. And every year he comes through every year. He blows our minds. Um, Last year with the virtual and COVID and all of this stuff, no knowledge at all <laughs> about how to do Zoom. Exactly. You know, all of that was new. And man, I tell you, the committee that serves with me, they handled it like pros. Everyone, every speaker um, contributed to the excellence that was seen that day. Um, and so, you know, God just does it. And every year I have to put to sleep fear and anxiety. <laughs> That's great. That is a great answer to that question and, and um, totally being transparent on that. So thank you for answering that question in that way. Do you remember, I remember where we were when, I don't know, was it year two, year three? Do you remember the year when we said, okay, we do this conference. Like it was because it wasn't the first or second year. I can't remember that we even had confidence that we could pull this thing together. But it was a couple of years in when we exhaled and, you know, after going through and after um, pushing forward and continuing to be successful with this, then we do you remember what year that was when we literally, after the event, we literally exhaled and said, we do this. Like we do a conference every year. You know what? I can't remember, um, but I'm, I'm thinking about maybe the, the fourth or fifth one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then God started switching it up. I mean, we have mm-hmm. uh, been to, what was it? Uh, CWJC. Um the job corps in Arlington. Um, mm-hmm. we did something there. We, mm-hmm. we've been in the shelters, uh, with the women. And so God started switching it up when we thought that we had it. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so here we are doing a flames of passion women's event, and we are at a women's shelter in Dallas and we're feeding, um, families, yeah. children, uh, mothers, single mothers, 
Um, and I think there were even a couple of fathers and just really uh, spending time with them and loving on them, um, which was totally different because here we are inside the shelter doing a, a women's event. <laughs> and at the same time, uh, another part of the group was in our, yeah, we were in two, we were in two different locations. Yes, yes, yes. And so I think it, it probably was after about the fourth or fifth um, time that we thought we had it. And, and God just was like, okay, <laughs> do this. And we did it. We did right. it. Right, right, right. It, it, I think the Lord always surprises us on um, all the tools that we actually have in our bag. Um, when we get, you know, when we get to the day and get into ministry, I was actually looking back um, as I was preparing for for our talk today, looking back on the website and looking at all the pictures and how things look different every single year and how they come together in such a mighty way to to bless people and bless us, you know, um, as leaders of the conference. So, um, first of all, congratulations for following the word of the Lord, because I, I want to make it plain that it's, it's not easy, but it is doable. Like you, you can do it. You, you can hear the word of the Lord and you can follow through on it. Even when you think you cannot, because there were so yeah. many times when we thought we cannot this year. Um, and you know, it came together and we, and, and we pivoted. Yeah, we would pivot, yeah. you know, with 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 the word of the Lord for that for that particular year. So, Latorla, tell us some of the aspects of what we can expect for Flames of Passion this year and what you're personally looking forward to for this year. Ooh. so uh, this year we're doing a hybrid event. Um, so it's going to be virtual. Um, the first part of it is virtual. Um, so we have some sessions um, that will be on Zoom and we're doing it in a way, it's not a webinar um, because we want everyone to be interactive and to be able to uh, conversate um, with the speakers as well as to give input. And so we have the hybrid virtual part and then we have the hybrid in-person. Um, the in-person is gonna be later in the day and it's actually a, a networking session. Um, we call it mixing faith with purpose. And so we all get to come out and um, kind of fellowship, meet new people and find out how women are mixing faith with business, with purpose, with their profession and excelling in what they are doing um, because they decided not to leave their faith behind. Um, and so those are the, the two different um, avenues that we're using. Um, we have speakers, uh, Carla Nivens, uh, will be doing a session on Elevate, which I am excited about. Um, we have other committee members doing sessions as well. We have uh, identifying mentoring, uh, relationships, healing inside and out. Uh, Laura Butler will be doing that one. Um, and then the power of one, Tanisha Evans and Fanchin Poe will be uh, working with me on facilitating mentoring relationships. Um, but yeah, that's uh, the short version. I'm excited about all of it. Um, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is wonderful. I, and I, I love how we get to even um, challenge ourselves. Yes. You know, we get to challenge ourselves with what we get to present. And man, it's always a great time. So I'm very excited. So the first part 
is virtual. And then there is, and, and if you are not in, because the in-person part will take place in Dallas, Texas. So if you are not in Dallas, Texas, perfect, attend the virtual part. Um, And then if you are in the area, if you're in the DFW area, or if you're coming into town, like I am, because now I live in Houston. So if you're coming into town, like I am, then you can, um, then the second part being in person for uh, the networking part of it. And it's going to be so much fun. So I want to make sure that everyone um, hears about it, knows about it. I've sent it to so many different people. I put it on my Facebook. I hardly get on Facebook, but I did get on Facebook to share Flames of Passion. <laughs> Thank you. And to make sure that um, all of my friends on Facebook know about it and, and are able to join us. So how can we register for this year's event? So you can register by going to the website. Um, again, that's uh, Flames of Passion, W-E, dot weebly.com. And then if you click the registration tab, it will have all the information you need and it'll tell you, uh, give you options. And so whatever option you want to do, it will allow you to register for that option. Um, The other way, if you want to go to Facebook, that's fine. You can um, find me on Facebook. It's uh, Flames of Passion, we, and that will get you to our Facebook page. And it will also have information on how to register, um, which is basically click it and it'll take you to the website. Okay. I love it. And then the we part is Flames of Passion Women's Event. It starts. Yes. It stands for a women's event because honestly, we don't know what form Flames of Passion is going to take on one year to the next. So we, that's why you say we can't, some people call it a conference, but you can't fully call it a conference. It's always an event and it's always different and it's always special. Um, it's always unique. And so you have to try to come every year in whatever form it, yes. it is. Yeah. I love it. So I like to read testimonials. This one is a long one. So I want people to um, stick with me, but I want to get your reaction, your initial reaction to uh, feedback. Cause we have been, how many years have we this is our ninth year. Next year will be our 10th year. Yeah. That's, that's very cool, y'all. And y'all don't know. And, and, and this literally started with, you know, a dream from the, from the Lord. It started from nothing. So, um, so the, here's this testimonial. It says, if you miss this women's gathering, you really miss a message from God. He was in the building from the time I got there and I was able to take what he had for me home. Really didn't know what to expect, but I learned when you go into a place expecting you get more than what you expected. I attended the Friday night session and we sang a song inviting God and wow, did he show up. When we first arrived, they had a basket you could drop a question into that you wanted answered by the panel. The funny thing is I didn't have any questions. Like I said, I was coming expecting the unexpected, and that's exactly what I received. Every question that was asked was for me. Wait, let me remind you, there were three men on the panel and a room full of women. While they were answering these questions, they had been put, that had been put in the basket. I didn't see three men anymore. I heard from the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's who was answering all these questions that I had been seeking answers to. 
amazing. There was a question asked that I had been struggling in my marriage with, and the response has stuck with me. Someone asked the question, how can a wife keep her spouse from feeling that he's not failing as a husband? The answer was simple. Pray, 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 and pray some more. Then the man from the panel went deeper saying, a man that has been given a wife, no, he has been given a treasure. And just by being a man, just by being a man there is something God has put in you that makes you thrive to provide and to be the best husband you can be. That really blessed me. Thanks, Latorla, for your vision. And may God continue to forever shine his light upon you. I mean, that's amazing. So this and this was one of the earlier years, probably before we even knew that we knew what we were doing. Like we, (laughs) you know, this year we said, we wanted to do a panel and we want to have men come to a women's yeah. conference and answer questions that we want people to put in a basket. We didn't know if people would put questions in a basket. We didn't know how it would go. So what's your initial reaction when you hear this amazing feedback to even the earlier years? Um, whew. So I have seen this testimonial before, but Hearing it again, it just brings tears to my eyes. Um, the um, and I say that it brings tears to my eyes because you can see I can't even hide it. Um, my reaction is tears of joy and excitement about women encountering God, um, and to hear and to even reflect back on that night, um, and what was going on. Um, to know that she didn't hear um, the people speaking, but she heard um, the Lord speaking. And that's one of the things, if you look on our website, is that we want women to hear from God and we want them to hear what he has to say about where they are at that moment and where he wants them to be so that they can walk where he needs them to walk. Um, And so I'm excited um, to hear um, this testimony from uh, Ms. Brockman. Um, and I appreciate you for bringing it up, Carla. Um, <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, I remember this year, uh, very vivid. Um, yeah, this was our first one. Yeah, yeah. So that was our first one. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah, that that that, that was, I, I remember when we had the guys and, and how powerful it was. I mean, man, they spoke, man, from the word. And they gave us a lot. Um, we have to, to have to them back a lot of encouragement. What I said, we have to have them back. We should, we should. <laughs> I thought that when, when I read this and I thought, Oh, we haven't done this again. We should have, we should have them back. That is wonderful. Um, I love that. So everyone that, that is, that, that is proof. If, if you're thinking, is this event for me? Is this women's event for me? Go ahead and go to the website and, and sign up and, and participate. You will hear from the Lord. Uh, Latorna, I want to ask you this about women's role in society, because there are so many different, you know, thoughts of schools, uh, thoughts of schooling out there. And so many, um, uh, different fights going on <laughs> um, in in our world today, and throw diversity in there. Like there's so so much going on today. W- according to you know 
what you studied in scripture, what's woman's role in society? What's a woman's role in society? And how can Flames of Passion speak to women in their roles and help them achieve their goals? I know that's a huge question. That's a loaded question, Carla, yeah. Uh, yeah. but I will do my best just to kind of touch on it. Um, so I, I like to go back to the beginning um, in Genesis chapter one, um, verse 28. Um, it's, the scripture says, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it, rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. And so just the fact that God blessed them, Adam and Eve, male and female, them, right? And said to them, be fruitful. And so what stuck out with me, Carla, is that there are, there's a collective role, right? But then there's also an individual role that or individual uh, role that each of them play, right? Mm -hmm. So male and female, right? Or Adam and Eve, and you know, represents the the male and the females, right? Um, so Eve, or the females, women, we have a part in God's plan. We have a part in God's plan. Now we know in the beginning, um, the the sin and how mankind fell, right? And mm -hmm. it really fell from the place that God had designed um, for them. And I'll just really touch on it really quick. And it, I see it as a place of purpose, um, really falling from that and falling from a place of identity, not really knowing or sure of who you are, because now you're not in the presence of God. You've been removed from the presence. You've been removed from the original place that God had for you. And so God allows and sends Jesus Christ, right, to save the world, to restore mankind to their rightful place, to restore them to their rightful place, male, female, restore them to their rightful place. And so as we are restored in Christ to our rightful place, guess what? We get to see him and in him, we see who we are. We see our reflection. Our identity comes from Christ. So as women, our identity comes from Christ. As we engage or um, jump in relationship with Christ, our identity is changed. Yes. And when our identity is changed, we can walk in purpose. And so you ask, what is the role of women in society? I would say that our role is to, number one, uh, get your identity back. Find out who you are in Christ. And once you do that, it's only then can you walk in purpose. And what is purpose? Purpose is this, being fruitful, increasing the number, filling the earth and subduing it. It's not just talking about having babies. Mm -hmm. And so there is authority that comes with your identity in Christ. When I know who I am as a woman in Christ, when I know who I am, I can do the things that God has ordained me to do. I can walk in the authority that God has ordained me to walk in. Not to lord over people, because if you really read the word of God, it's all about love. Yeah, it's all about love. And so I'm not talking about women um, uh, lording over or trying to take uh, the man's position that has nothing to do with it. I just want to be who God has called me to be. As I identify with him, 
And, and, and that's the, that's the end. And in that, I fulfill purpose in that. I fulfill destiny. Yeah. Does that help Carla? And that's yeah. only the tip of it. And so there's some Bible study that needs to happen with this. <laughs> All right. And so for more, that's why come to flames of passion and, and, and get to, um, get a word from the Lord, hear from the Lord and hear, you know, his plan for your life. I, I was just um, in my role at the church. I was at um, the drop-off point. We were taking some young people to uh, on a civil rights pilgrimage. And the young lady who heads that ministry was out there and she was getting all the kids together, hugging everybody, welcoming everybody. They were about to get on the bus and go on this pilgrimage. And she had, now this person is a a lovely person, a bubbly person, smiles all the time anyway, but she had this extra glow and this extra huge smile. And I could see, I said, she is on purpose. Look at her. She, she looks like she's flying around, you know, instead of walking on the ground. Um, she was doing exactly what she was supposed to be doing right on her purpose for her life. Um, and she, Honestly, and, and she's a white woman, but and she's taking all of these black children on the civil rights pilgrimage. So you would think that's not her role. But listen, it exactly is because the Lord will call you to do something and you'll think me. Is that what I need to be doing? She was doing exactly what God has called her to do. And she had this specific glow on her. And so later on, I talked to her and, and just encouraged her because I thought, I don't know if she if she can really see herself the way I can see her and yeah. see that she really is um, on purpose and really shining for God. And it looked great on her. So if you're if you're still grappling with that thing, like what is that thing for me? Um, where's my glow? Where's my anointing? you know, what's, what's my role and, you know, what role do I play in this world? Everybody has a role. It's specific to everyone else. Um, and you might know it, but you might be scared of it because it's bigger than what you see for yourself and different from what you see from yourself, um, and different from anything your family has ever done or, you know, whatever it is, it's blowing your mind and it's right in front of your face, but you haven't, Uh, been woke to it um, because it's, you know, because it's, it's so different. So come to flames of passion and hear from the Lord and, um, and, and then leave, you know, uplifted and and ready to do and be who, who God has called you uh, to be. So Latorla, this has been so much fun talking to you about flames of passion. I'm very excited as well about this year and about how the Lord has changed it specifically for this year. We don't know what the Lord is going to say for next year. We will start praying about it after this event, but um, give us the date again, Latorla, and um, the website that we can register. So the date is August 14th. And the website is www.flamesofpassionwe.weebly.com. Go there and you can also find it on, um, on Facebook, Flames of Passion WE, and, and sign up and, and join us. I promise you, you will be blessed. Yes. So before we leave Latorla in this new season of 
um, every heart, every woman, we have been asking everyone for their leadership hack before we sign off. So can you give us your leadership hack? So my leadership and diversity hack uh, for the day is love beyond what you see, feel, think, and know because love crosses borders. I love it. I love it. That is perfect. That's a great word to end on. So Latorla Jones, thank you so much for joining us on Every Heart, Every Woman. You have blessed us as you always do. We look forward to the next time that you will join us. Everyone, I am Carla Nivens. I am your host for Every Heart, Every Woman. And uh, we will see you back here next week. <music>